0: Okay, everyone, places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. And action.
1: Hello and welcome to Popcorn, a fan's guide to what's now playing in theaters. I am your host, Kaylee, and joining me as always is my fabulous co-host, Bell.
0: Hi, poppers. How's everyone doing? And how are you, Kaylee? Ah, uh, not too shabby.
1: I actually just finally saw Zootopia. I think I was actually behind the eight ball on this one.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Judy, your new neighbor. Yeah, well, we're loud. Don't expect <laughs> you to apologize for it. ZPD's first rabbit officer, Judy Hopps.
1: Ready to make the world a better place?
0: Bad news in this city gripped by fear. What can you tell us about the animals that went savage? Are we safe? This is Priority One Hops parking duty (laughs) (laughs) sir i'm not just some token bunny you strike out you resign deal
1: this is a disney film and it's their latest attempt at a talking animal movie there are no humans in this world it's just animals as if they had evolved like humans so they went from primitive beastly instinctual behaviors to gaining i guess you could say a consciousness (laughs) Mm -hmm. To developing civilizations and wearing clothes and (laughs) having cell phones Mm -hmm. and developing all this complex society.
0: It's a very good analog for our world. Absolutely. This film actually just
1: takes so many relevant issues that are happening now in our society and flips them and puts them in the animal world. But I think that's really a large part of the success of this film and its charm. Mm -hmm. We got our two protagonists here. The lead is Judy Hopps, who is a bunny, but don't say cute bunny ever.
0: Mm -hmm. Excuse me? Mm -hmm. Down here? Hi. O. M. Goodness. They really did hire a bunny. <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta tell you, you are even cuter than I thought you'd be.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, you probably didn't know, but a bunny can call another bunny cute, but when other animals do it, it's
0: a little... <gasps> I am so sorry. Me, Benjamin Clawhauser, the guy everyone thinks is just a flabby donut-loving cop stereotyping you, oh. <laughs> it's
1: okay. She's played by Jennifer Goodwin, which you guys might know from the ABC series Once Upon a Time. She plays Snow White there.
0: Yeah, and she did a really good job. I think her voice lent itself really well to this character. Mm-hmm.
1: She has that perfect perky. <laughs> yes, perky. I was gonna say upbeat, but I like perky better. She's got that very perky voice and just this won't be put down, won't be shoved aside kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. And she seems to have that same attitude as Snow White in Once Upon a Time. So I'm wondering if that's why they picked her, because she's just able to have that sincere, upbeat, perky nature that's not too annoying. I think it's just the sincerity is there.
0: Yeah, I think that she's able to translate that very well. I think she was perfect for it. Mm -hmm. And I think that her counterpart, the character of Nick Wilde, played by Jason Bateman, is... Like, the perfect combination, because he's the complete opposite.
1: hmm In every way, uh, he, he is a fox. So, back in prehistoric animal history, that was the rabbit's main enemy. But the interesting thing about this film is that they still touch upon prejudice quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And when Judy Hopps leaves her family's carrot farm to go to the big city and be a cop, they give her all this fox-repellent-type stuff. And she's very resistant to it at first. She's like, I'm not, fine. I'll just take the the fox spray, but she won't take anything else because she believes very strongly in the good of people, mm-hmm. no matter if they're predator or prey.
0: And But it's kind of a naive view of it. Because then we later on do see that she's still hesitant about it. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. It's like when you are raised with these prejudices, whether you are a prey animal and you're prejudiced against a predator or, or if you are a bully and you're a predator, against the prey. These are things that are very relevant in our society today. All you have to do is just swap in the different races of people and you can say, "Look, everybody's got all these unfair stereotypes put against yeah. them. And how do you combat them?"
0: Yeah, but I think that in that sense is where the story kind of like uh, very it's very touchy in that sense because I think they did a good job in bringing out these sort of conversations about nature versus nurture the debilitating effects of stereotypes but in the in the movie we see it as being a problem of species. When you translate it to race, that's when you kind of have those little things. They kind of took a very simple approach to it, a kind of like, oh, here, we're just going to analog it for race. But I think you have problems in there when, the, when that happens. And I feel like people coming out of the movie could, misunderstanding what the Movie message is really about.
1: Mm. Well, I I think I take the opposite view. I think it was great that they put this, especially in a kid's movie, because it's going to teach and show what's wrong with society and how to overcome it. Just the basis of this film really is it is a, a, a sleuth detective story, but it's got all these layers, including the race layers on here. I mean, it, using animals as a foil to what goes on in society today, I think is a clever way of doing it because you're not using black versus white or Asian versus African or anything like that. You, you're you using animals. And so it's less painful, I guess you could say, to use Something like predator versus prey, because nobody's going to say, oh, well, you know, you're picking on Native Americans by picking that stereotype. If anything, they're making fun of animal stereotypes, like the herd animals just being kind of dopey, some of them anyways, not really having individual thought. And then thinking that all predator animals are just vicious, or just even that idea uh-huh. of Mr. Big, who ended up being a, I guess he was a shrew, and he's like this big mafia guy, but he's this teeny tiny character. So it's, it was constantly flipping perceptions around, and I think it was challenging people to, you know, you can't just take something at face value, you can't just judge somebody by your initial gut reaction. And I think that's very good and very important to be seen in kids' movies these days.
0: Yeah, I think they they did a good job in trying to make people think about these things. And really taking a deep dive into what is happening now, especially in a political year. So Mm -hmm. I think they did a good job of trying to get people to start talking about it and to realize that, hey, it's never too early to start talking to your kids about it.
1: Exactly. I'm like, hey, if a rabbit and a fox could become best friends, <laughs> there's hope for, for humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do want to point out a couple of other characters I just really enjoyed the, the voice performances of, namely Idris Elba, mm-hmm. who was Chief Bogo, mm-hmm. who's this big water buffalo. He was fantastic. He was. I, I just really loved his performance. I don't know, because I, I don't follow Idris Elba as closely as um, some other people, but there was some real snark to
0: his character, <laughs> and I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. <laughs> and uh, his voice is so unique, and it just fit the character so well of like this captain. Hmm.
1: He was great, and I loved his little mini character development that he had. Mm-hmm. But also, Jenny Slate as Bellwether this little sheep oh yeah <laughs> she was just oh totally perfect for her part mm-hmm. that little kind of she cut that what's the It's this little bit of a squeaky uh mousy sometimes, uh mousy voice mm-hmm. where it, it almost felt like her voice would crack in a way and it was so adorably cute mm-hmm. for her character oh my goodness well, this is so exciting, actually. I mean, well, you know, I, I never get to do anything this important. But you're the assistant mayor of Zootopia. Oh, I'm more of a glorified secretary. I think Mayor Lionheart just wanted the shape vote. But he did give me that nice mug. Oh. Hmm. Feels good to be appreciated. Smellweather! Ah, that's a fun little name he likes to use. I called him Lionfart once. He did not care for that. Let me tell you, it was not a good day for me.
0: Yes, sir? I thought you were going to cancel my afternoon. Oh, do Dear,
1: I better go. Let me know what you find. It was really nice for me to be. While we're young, oh. Smellweather!
0: You think when she goes to sleep, she counts herself? Oh, shush.
1: Well, we won't spoil the film, but there's a turn in her character, and all of a sudden, that really squeaky mousiness goes away, and you're like, oh my gosh. <sighs> Did not exactly see that coming. I had some suspicions, but they kept me in suspense for a good long time. This film was great. At throwing in some good curveballs to where even I as an adult couldn't quite figure out where they were going with the story.
0: Yeah the whole detective story was actually very well done and it was reminiscent of kind of the old Hollywood kind of detective stories which I thought was fantastic.
1: Absolutely and just for our listeners who haven't seen the film yet basically there are 14 kidnappings in Zootopia, they're all predators. Judy Hopps, who worked so hard to become a police officer, demands to try and work on a case, even though nobody thinks she can do it. And that's another thing. This film is all about, you know, believing in yourself, mm-hmm. not giving in to what anybody else thinks that you can do. And uh, so she she gets 48 hours to crack this case about one of the missing predators, and it leads down this rabbit hole, pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please not this rabbit hole of that. There's a bigger issue going on. And the other thing I loved was all these nods to, well, to like Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. so Like, I was kind of shocked they threw that in there. I'm like, that. I hope no children caught that reference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the the thing with Mr. Big, the references to The Godfather, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. I love that. And just mm-hmm. all the little itty bitty details, because
1: each of the city sections are divided up by habitat style. So you got the tundra. and the-
0: Yeah, my favorite scene was at the very beginning when Hops goes from her little farm town to the city and she has to go, she's on a train, and she has to go through all of those environments. And my favorite was the rainforest one. That was so pretty. <laughs> it was really cool. I love so, And then, so like, cool. how they had the
1: sprinklers to make it rain. Mm-hmm. Like, they thought of everything. Uh, I was like, ah, I want to live there. That looks so cool. When the trade was first coming up on the city, didn't it remind you a little bit of Meet the Robinsons?
0: <gasps> yes. Actually, now that you mention it, yeah. It's like there, there were a lot of similarities
1: between how the city looked from a distance, not so much close-up, mm-hmm. but from a distance with its gleaming spires and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. some of the
1: producers involved in this were involved with Meet the Robinsons, I believe. So I bet you they had that creative idea to, because yeah. Meet the Robinsons was a great film. I love that film.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really cute. Remember, we saw it so many times. (laughs) (laughs) We did. Well, it's one of those as well, kind of like believe in yourself and... If you're the change, then you can make the change in everyone else kind of thing, which is kind of what this was going for as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when that's when
1: Disney's at its best, is when it takes those familiar tropes, like believing in yourself, and it reworks them in a new way that's fresh and touching and just really good. I, I think mm-hmm. there, there was a period there where Disney seemed to be kind of sliding in a slump with its films, but... I'd say these past maybe four, five years, they've been coming out of it and really doing amazing work.
0: Yeah, with the exception of a recent one, which I do not want to (coughs) name, Good Dinosaur. It shall remain nameless. (laughs) Oh, well, let's be fair here. That was
1: Pixar. Interesting you should bring up Good Dinosaur and the Pixar connection. Pixar has always done really well with, well, with that exception and maybe a, a, well, Cars, two, three, <laughs> four, however many there are, planes. They, they are sharing writers and producers now. So, some of those really awesome producers and writers and creative types from Pixar are also doing Disney, and it shows. It, sh- it really comes mm-hmm. together when you have the writing's got to be there, the producers have to be there to make a film fantastic so it's exciting to see like big name john Lasseter, i believe was his name was on here for production and he's a big name over at pixar so
0: he's had his hand like dipped in like so many of the very good mm-hmm. ones
1: so it's just like ah, oh, i know this film's gonna be good because his name is on it <laughs> okay well there, there's a few more voice voices that i wanted to mention jk simmons as mayor lionheart very small bit but brilliant mm-hmm. and actually one of my yes. favorite just throwaway characters was yaks but he was voiced by tommy chong (laughs) he was at this nudist yoga studio that was Uh one of the funniest scenes in
0: the whole film right because they're the only animals that don't wear clothes and they're the weird ones
1: they're they're of course judy hopps is all scandalized and Mm -hmm. that was just way too funny for me i love that
0: Oh, uh, that elephant doing all of those yoga moves? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love the fact that where Yax is, like, saying, oh, you know, this is the elephant the elephant character. Oh, uh, she doesn't forget anything. Elephants have very good memories. And, like, she doesn't remember anything. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but you remember he used to come in every week. He went away in that white van.
0: and you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he's
1: the one who actually remembered everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he says, I wish I had the memory of an elephant.
1: <laughs> it was... Awesome! I love mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah. I feel like yaks could be my spirit animal.
0: <laughs> even the little cameo from Shakira, who played Gazelle, even that one was kind of cool.
1: That was great. I love that too. She and everybody was in love with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shall we give this then a star rating? Yes, let's give it a star rating. So, why don't you start, Lulu Bell? Out of five stars, what would you give Zootopia?
0: Uh, This is my second movie of the year that I give a four because I had a real good time watching it. And I was in an audience with a whole bunch of kids, so that made it even better. That whole kind of enthusiasm and atmosphere made the experience that much better. And I think it made me think a lot about the issues that we're dealing with today and then just overall the story was so well done so well put together i enjoyed it immensely
1: well this is going to be the first film of the year that i'm actually giving five stars to i know it's a big leap but i feel like just how everything came together from the story to the scripting The voice acting and the animation and just the whole full package. I was really impressed at how they were able to tie it together. I didn't feel like there were any loose ends or anything that I thought they could necessarily do better, in my opinion. And if you can't make it any better than it is, well, that's worth five stars in my Mm. book. And I highly recommend it. In fact, this is a film that I will go and see again because that's how much I liked it. So five stars for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for this episode. Zootopia is, of course, now playing everywhere in theaters. So you guys got to get out there and go see it. And let us know what your thoughts are. If you loved it, if you hated it, If maybe you guys see some flaws that I missed, I'd be curious to hear what you have to say.
0: And don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Twitter, and on our website as well at popcornfanfilmreviews.weebly.com. We have a whole bunch of other stuff there too. Thanks Thanks for for listening.